I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, it was Craig Alakin. Happy Tuesday. Good afternoon and welcome to the bottom line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by our friends at Happy State Bank. Yours on television, Fox 34 News Now. However, and wherever you're taking us in from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Tuesday. We being myself, Choice Woodman, George Christopher Sneed, sitting to my right. Got Clint Scott across the way taking care of us. You can also hit us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions, reaction you have on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line, pour it in through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. Apparently, the uh, previous show just like ignored the chat line for two hours, so we'll we'll take your thoughts. I think it broke. It broke on him right as the Big 12 schedule came out. <laughs> they, uh, the Big 12 schedule a, literally broke the internet. They broke the internet. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a member of a chat group, um, and apparently it, it did go down. Yeah. It right. went down in a big way. And, and this chat, the chat group, line did? Yeah, this chat group, uh, they are big fans. And uh, oh. 70 texts <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah. It's back, though. It yeah. is back. Hey, they, so, they've, they've noted it is back. So if y'all want to uh, chime in, we will be glad to take your thoughts, comments. Hey, yo, Sneeder. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. Better now I have a schedule. I know. It is nice to know the schedule. Yeah. I, are you a planned far in advance person? I yes. Uh, well, I mean, we have some alumni. You know, one of the well, things yeah. we do, we, we, uh, we, we have a, Decent. I wouldn't say full say. We used to have full say on homecoming, but we have a decent say on the homecoming game. And I mean, it's, we usually just go middle October and go forward. So there's only there's not many choices in October this year. No, no. I think you have uh, one. <laughs> there <laughs> one it choice. is. So we found our homecoming game. There it is. You're, you're looking for your hint there. Very winnable game, by the way. I mean, uh, here's the, here's the thing. I I looked at that schedule, and I I mean I I had to I I looked at that schedule. I I kind of I, I kind of you know. You, do you remember that? Do you remember that moment? Glasses, yeah. Do you remember that moment in in the Hunt for Red October when uh, still haven't seen it. You haven't seen the Hunt for Red October. I've seen I think every submarine movie oh, except for that one. I've the seen, Hunt for Red October is the is the goat of all of those. Like U five seven one. What was the uh, what was the Crimson Denzel? Tide? Crimson Tide. Yeah. I've seen that one. That's the least believable album, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that uh, but, one, I've never gotten around to seeing Hunt for Red October. And Hunt I'm a for Red October. Movie guy, too. The, uh, when, uh, when Sean Connery playing Vasily, when he gets, the, when he gets the, the Periscope message mm-hmm. from Jack Ryan, and he, he slams back like this, he slams it up like that. That's what I looked like when I looked at the schedule when I thought, we could go twelve and zero. All right, <laughs> and it. I slammed that periscope back, and I was like, "Let me look at that again." Verify our range to the surface, one <laughs> being only. So, you know, as I look at this as well, just one ping, Vasily. 
I think every fan that loves to hurt themselves um, yeah. goes through and is like, when, 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 when. I, yeah. I, but I try to do it. I'm like, okay, give me the range here. Give me the range of the ones that sh- like I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing as wins. The worst I can do on the schedule is seven and five. Like worst. I couldn't get there. I couldn't. I couldn't get below nine and three. No, even, but, even in my, my most critical of thinking, I could not get below nine and three. So all you people saying you're not going to drink the Kool Aid. Good luck looking at I that am sorry. schedule. I have. Hey, I have got the pitcher out of the cabinet. I have filled that thing with two gallons of water. I have dumped the whole packet of sugar in there. Uh, what kind? Uh, cherry. Okay. Yeah. You mean red? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's grape Kool-Aid or it's red. <laughs> the, the Kool-Aid man has Texas Tech's schedule taped to his glass chest. Oh, and yes. it just yeah. bursted through the walls. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I mean, I mean, just go down the schedule right now. Just right now? Right now. Home, yeah. Just go down the schedule. Home against ACU. Win. At Washington State. Win. Versus North Texas. Win. Home versus Arizona State. Win. Home versus Cincy. Win four out of five to open at home at Arizona. Uh, on the road, close win. Bye week, win. Okay, good. <laughs> Versus Baylor, win at TCU, win. Oh my gosh, at Iowa State on the road, close win. <laughs> Versus Colorado, win. Look at me, Colin. Look at me. Look at me, win. <laughs> Bye. Win. At Oklahoma State. This is the one game I had to actually think about. And I really went and I said, if Win. we're if we are no, I, I said if we are at, at sitting going to Oklahoma State October, I mean November uh twenty third, and we are ten and zero, we are going to win that game. Okay. Okay. Versus West Virginia to <laughs> we are Thanksgiving going, weekend. We are going to do things to them you wouldn't do to a farm animal. <laughs> What even is that? Are you talking to Aggies right now? Yeah, I'm talking, you know, the things that I say about, you know, we owe them so bad from last year. We owe them so much from last year. We made that team. We made those guys. Wow. I have, I, I, in my, in my heart of hearts, I'm looking at, you know, at Arizona, at Iowa State, and at uh, Oklahoma State as even three potential else those are the three most losable games i see on the schedule I yeah agree and with i, all that, and I can't i Dude. can make an argument for us winning both of those all three of those games big big right now right now just drinking a kool-aid right Ooh. now and so i'm i'm going to i'm going to apologize right now because right now i can see this when we're seven and five going into uh you know <laughs> the, rolling into the you know the Poolandweedeater.com, you know, TaxSlayer, whatever.com bowl. Okay. You say, Sneed, back in February, you said that we were going to go 12 and 0. And we went 7 and 5 again. Thanks a lot, Sneed, for ruining my day. You are usually the guy that's not, I mean, I know. A lot of I times am, you like tap the brakes. Easy I am the now. tap the brakes guy, but I looked at that schedule and, and I, I said, I, my periscope moment, I slapped it and I, boom. Man. Immediately turned into Brett McMurphy. It was crazy. Predicting going okay. all right, <laughs> New Year's six against Alabama. Let's go at least. Come on, there's I guess no, playoffs. There's this no year. such thing as playoffs. a New Year's six anymore. Playoffs. They're playoff yeah. games now. The New Year's six goes away. They're all playoff games. Uh, on the hosting chat line, a game in the playoffs, undefeated. 
This from the chat line. Ignoring the chat line for two hours sounds like Choice Woodman. Someone else says, my thoughts exactly. I gave up on texting Choice's shows. My bad, dog. Here you go. I'll try to read it. Das Boot. Uh, Sooner Lovick says it's pretty favorable for you guys. Mm. I, I'm i with you. Oh, is this the... Uh, That's the scene right there. The scene. I've probably seen the scene. Boom. Just like that. Okay. <laughs> That's just like that. That's how I was. Smack Boom. it together. <laughs> You're going. Vasily, verify our range to the surface. One ping only. Bullfighter says, good thing it isn't February. Why? Anybody? He did say whenever we look back and what Sneed said in February. Oh, in February. It's January. Well, no, it's January. we are two Sorry. days off. That's all, two yeah. days off. Well, it'll be February on Friday, so I, <laughs> Thursday. I, mean, I get the optimism. I don't know if I'm as optimistic as I, you, but I I'm just, up there. I am just... I looked at. The, I mean, it's the order. It's the, you know, the fact that you start with that many games in a row at home. If well, this team is is even halfway humming. I mean, what have we talked about? I mean, what was so frustrating this year was a slow start. Yeah, this, this sets up for a very fast uh, yeah. And good you can start. you can actually go and have a slow start against a- Abilene Christian, and and uh, I mean they're, they're not going to be a chump, but I mean you don't have to play your best game and you win that game. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Tuesday. You're listening to the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Chris Sneed. Here in the First United Bank studio, keep the thoughts and comments coming in. Kool-Aid, drinking, whatever you got. Bringing it on the Age Flooring Center chat line. I'm sorry. I've, I've seen to have. Of, uh, That's okay. I've, there's don't a little, little rocket match here for people. I don't. I don't. I don't know. For, I, I just all I just said was, I can make an argument for 12 and 0. No, I you, can make a legitimate. You argument would like for jump 12. two feet into the 12 and 0 pool. Oh, I I can make a legit argument for 12 and 0. And right now, I'm having a hard time talking myself out of it. Okay. And. I mean, if I wanted to, if I wanted to be, you know, you know, even even my debbiest of downers, even my wettest of blankets, uh, even my uh, liberty of bibbity, <laughs> I could not. I could get to nine and three. That's it right now. Yeah. And I hate that because that means, you know, expectations are going to be sky high for this team. For you, I think there's a lot of people, even seeing the schedule, that will just still. I'm not buying in. I'm not buying in. I've have seen you, it from so many. Have you looked at Red Raider Sports lately today? Oh, yeah, no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> Do I need to go there? Have you I looked at Red Raider Sports lately? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean... Is it all... We're going to the ship, baby! <laughs> I mean, it is a absolutely favorable schedule. There's no question about that. Hold on. Before we continue this, yeah. I did want to sneak this sneak factage in. in. Sorry. It's not. It's a little early for the fact of the day, but I'll, I'll throw one in anyway. Uh... You know who Terry Killens is? Yes, I know. I I know very well you, who Terry Killens is. You know is. him personally. I know yeah. him. Know him. So Terry Killens, did you see the fact on him? Yes, Terry Killens. Can, I don't want to ruin your fact. You can tell the no, fact. The okay. first person to ever play in and will officiate the Super Bowl coming up. So the yes. first so ever play the year in. after Terry Killens got out of the NFL, That's pretty cool. He uh, they he came to the Tom Beard Football Officials Clinic as part of the NFL's officiating academy. Yeah, and the NFL took about 10 or 12 former players 
and their goal was to get them to um into the NFL. So we we all knew that hey, these guys are going fast tracked. <laughs> and so Terry Killens and another guy named Nate Jones and there's there was actually about gosh, five or six guys that had a real legit shot. Yeah. But Nate Jones and Terry Killens were the uh were the two that actually got there and made it to the NFL. In fact, Nate Jones was the side judge in the AFC Championship game um this weekend in Baltimore. And he's probably going to be in the NF, in the uh, championship game next year. Nate Jones, who played for the uh, New York Giants, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I got to work with Terry Killens um, directly. I remember his first year when he was like a baby giraffe, you know, out there. Both of those guys. Yeah. And and I sent I sent Terry um, I sent Terry a note the other day, uh, and when I saw the word came out, I said, "Hey, man, super proud of you. Just just remember when you were first first things." Right out of the box, man, and you know, right there, right there. Awesome. <laughs> Set them a deal. That's just a, uh, no, I, I saw that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so. it is super cool. I am super proud for Terry. Um, it is, it is a cool fact, you know. And, and I think that there was probably something like that to put in there. You know, first guy ever that actually, he played for the Tennessee Titans. Yep. And um, he was he was in the uh, uh, in the uh, Super Bowl against uh, Kurt Warner, and uh, but. Uh, Great guy. Was he they, in that Music City Miracle team? Uh, was that that year? I think it was the year before, wasn't it? Yeah. No, maybe it was that year. Well, he played. I mean, he played for the Oilers because I, I think from, that was the team that got there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Terry Killens is a good dude. Um, you know, recently lost his wife uh, mm-hmm. last year, um, and uh, you know, and this is a great story. Yeah, cool. You know, just uh, I'm I'm super excited for him. Cool and, story uh, for I'll, sure. Yeah, and I'll be watching the Super Bowl as much to see Terry officiate yep. as I would be for watching um, Mahomes throw the ball around. Uh, here's a question from the chat line. Is Baylor and Utah a non-conference game? So two games like this, Baylor and U- goes to Utah, and then Arizona, I believe, at Kansas State, because of previous contracts, they will be played as non-conference games, even oh, wow. though they're within the same so okay. both of those will have so they just conference said against, the, yeah so they actually got to be playing the extra conference. Game. So they didn't have to hunt for games yeah. and get a nobody. They could still keep a fairly strong game in there. Uh, both of those instead of eliminating it. There was one ACC matchup last year or the year before. I think it was. Hey, uh, someone can help me with it. Was Wake it, Forest in North Cal, Carolina, or Cal something? or Stanford, or, or no, no, no. I'm saying last year it, they already played a, a non-conference conference game oh really yes it was it was like north carolina and wet and wake forest or something along those lines where they yeah so um so baylor and utah we've seen this happen in baseball before tech played tcu tech played played ou up in in amarillo's non-con yeah so it's it's not completely it makes more sense in baseball though because you could do that midweek deal and it's 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 really kind of like a non-conference game i understand this situation too for both both particular games um you'd be hunting and probably picking up a not a very good matchup and paying to do it yeah paying to do it so keeping those those contracts intact for another year i don't i don't think that's a problem uh south texas ambassador preston says dang it i'm opening up the kool-aid packet I know. Question man. mark? Yeah. I'm tearing that top off of that uh, two-gallon, you know, pouring it all in there. Yeah. 
I mean, you yeah. you've yeah, you went for like the full oh, thing you buy geez. at Sam's Club. The oh whole, man, the big canister, the whole canister where you pour it right there into yeah. a big you're old dumping the whole thing yeah. in there. Oh man, uh, the text, I, I I shouldn't do that because this is so not what I do. No, I know it's not. So <laughs> I came in a little surprised at that. Uh, Fine, and and I and I can't talk myself out of it because I can't I can't talk myself down to seven and five or six and six because I just don't see it. That's fine. I I, I just fine. don't see it. I mean, I just I have too many things that with this team right now that 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 lean towards yeah. You know, a, a big jump. All right. I hope you're right. I do. Uh, this texture from our texture from Iowa says, "I wasn't here two years ago when we won in Ames. This is my first year up here. It'll be a long week of work if we lose." So, yeah, I can imagine all right, that. we're rooting for you. We are rooting for not you. for you, really. I mean, it's for Tech. Big but... guns, man. I mean, we, we up there. What are the big skulls? guns? Crack some skulls. Like you get, you're gonna go officiate that game? Is that is that calling yeah. in the big gun? No, that's not okay. what I was talking about. Oh, okay. I was talking about calling in like uh, Moose and Ralph, the enforcers. Hey, Moose Rocco. Uh, this text. Find his wallet. Why do we always have to go to Iowa State in late October and after? Why not early October or before? Better yet, let's host the Cyclones in a season opener in August. Let's see how they do in our that's, that's, seasonal extremes. That's kind of what I want to know. It's like, why do we have that's to a, go up there? It's a good question. Uh, I don't know why they get that that every time around. You know what's, what's weird about the scheduling? I did not realize this was a thing. I'm sure Clint knew it before today. But Kansas, have you seen? They do not play a game at David Booth Memorial Stadium this year. They have zero games in their home stadium. Why? Correct. Because of the construction that's going on. So you think our construction's bad. Uh, They are going to play all of their games at, sorry, the the two non-conference against Lindenwood. That's a real school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And UNLV at Children's Mercy Park, which is the Sporting Kansas City uh, soccer stadium, which holds 18,000 people. Well, in a normal year, that would probably be perfect. in a normal. Yeah, no, like in a normal year, like that, that's too much space. Put it somewhere else. But like, now that there's like, the local can high school, we can condense the stadium a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just just seal off like the, the top rows. Yeah, do the we'll Baylor do things. Yeah. Put some tarps. Uh, all their home Big Twelve games will be at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, TCU, Houston, Iowa State, Colorado, all at Arrowhead Stadium. And they're gonna sell out Arrowhead. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's so weird, like, to have a – I mean, I get they need a complete overhaul. was there this last year, and it is – I've seen a ton of high school stadiums in Texas that are better and in better shape Oh gosh, yeah. than that. I get that there's a lot of seats there, but, man, the, the, the shape I mean, of that stadium. It needed an overhaul, but, man, it's still just hard to wrap your mind around not playing football in your home stadium. Yeah. So that'll be weird for – I think the trade of going, maybe not so much sporting KC, yeah, that but, one, but going to Arrowhead, which I'm isn't, sure. isn't a far trek at all for a lot of the fans. Of course, I have them there in yeah. the Kansas City area. Plus, you're going to the professional stadium. It's a super awesome professional stadium to go to as well. Yeah, but it will be it will be strange, especially the year and expectations they have going into this season. Right. Yeah. yeah the The first couple of games, I'm sure people will be upset oh. over that. I don't know how we that works. We don't with have season to worry ticket about, holders and all that. But we don't have to worry about that. No. We, we don't have to worry about the old Jayhawks this year. All right, plenty more reactions on the schedule. We'll get some more of that uh, coming up after Kaylee's Daily, which is next on 100.7 Score. 
getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy Tuesday, y'all. It's the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. He's Chris Neen. I'm Choice Wooden. I'm in a good mood today. Not that I could you just found out we're gonna go twelve and zero. Is that what it is? Yeah. And I think we're gonna beat TCU tonight. And <sighs> all is all I was is well with the world. Stinking rooting for Texas last night. Okay, I was, I was gonna ask. I was who, I was I was rooting for Texas. Okay, and they got up like fifty eight, mm-hmm. forty nine, or well, they got they got up they got up like four or five with like less than two minutes, and I thought, okay, they got a shot at this. Two things. That Houston team is a completely different team on the road yeah. as, than it is at home. They've still found a way to win games, yeah. so I'm not dismissing them. But they, they do not look like the same team on the road. There were several times where they should have you know, put the foot on the gas and run away from that Texas team. Because that's not that great of a Texas team. No. Secondly, going into the game, I knew that it was better for Texas to win. Yes. Better for Texas Tech. But I, when I'm watching the game... There's nothing in my being that allows me to pull for the long. I, I couldn't I do it. I actively pulled for the long. I could last night. Like, I was doing it. I was just me. like, I was, I was like, you gotta win. They, we needed them to, but I was pulling for Texas until I started cracking up with 30 seconds left and Tyrese Hunter jumping and passing a turn, like just throwing it right to shed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going, what are you Here doing? You and then I was like, you deserve to lose. Hold on, and they did it in overtime. Tyrese Hunter was at Iowa State. Mm. For a while, there's all that gambling on the games mm. that he carried that over to Longhorn Land with him, and he, you know, point shaving last night. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, just going to go with an incredibly dumb decision. In okay, it could have been the that game too. on the line. Could have been that too. Let's get to this. Choice. Gate. Yes, sir. Sneed. Listening audience. Kaylee says, as a young aspiring marine biologist, you still don't know why you do that, do you? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. All right. As a young birds. aspiring marine biologist in middle school, and this Are is. Are you going to tell me why I do it? Maybe one day. Okay. Um, one You'll of her all time favorite goals was to crack the mystery behind the great white. Shark. I knew this kid was going to be a marine biologist when she was 12, by the way. I come home from work, and this kid is engulfed in Shark Week on Discovery Channel. Yes. And, um, yeah. Um, shark Week. Ooh-ha-ha. She wanted to crack the mystery behind the great white shark birth outcomes. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is what I'm what I grew up with here with her. More specifically, she, like others, uh, wanted to witness the birth and appearance of a great white. Okay. Researchers, researchers, mm-hmm. researchers, not Jack Reacher. Researchers? This is the people researchers. that leave church and go back? I'll say that in English. It's like here. I'm leaving this congregation and starting my own church. I'm a researcher. <laughs> I'm researchers. <laughs> researchers might be one step closer with new public information. So okay. in July of 2023, researchers, <laughs> researchers Philip Stearns and Carlos Guana, were conducting drone surveillance of shark movement off the coast of Santa Barbara, California. Okay. The drone. Um, surveillance collected footage of several great white sharks gathering, including one notable shark, 
that was recorded to be the first great white shark pup ever seen. Okay. It's like a baby shark. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> this shark pup was distinct from the rest since it was smaller in size, different in shape, and possessed a ghostly white color. The pup was estimated to be about three feet, five feet long. Okay. Whereas great whites have been recorded to be lengths of over 20 feet, 20 feet long. Yes. This pup also had a blunt pectoral and dorsal fins. Not horse names. Okay. Uh, lacking a sharp point that grows that, that grown sharks possess. Finally, this pup's color was milky white and researchers hypothesize. This is a substance known as get ready for it. Alopecia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Vitiligo. <laughs> <laughs> Uterine milk. Oh. Which nurtures great white pups since they, born, they are born live instead of egg hatch like other shark species. Did you know that? Great whites are born Oh, alive. I did actually know yes. that. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Shark Week myself. Yeah, this discovery is a huge breakthrough in the science community since great white sharks have been known to be elusive with their mating and breeding patterns. Not much is known about great white reproductive patterns since they are largely migratory species that enjoy living at extreme depths, making it hard to catch newborns when they are still young. So, has she ever uh, divid in a, uh, a shark cage? Uh, I don't. Has she done no, this yet? I don't know. I don't think so. Come on, Dad. What are you waiting on? Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, two things that are not going to happen. Me going in a shark tank and me watching someone go in the shark tank. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Definitely would do that. There's shark, a reason why the sharks like, live down there. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't go down there because that's where the sharks are. The shark cage is like top five of my things that I absolutely will never, ever, ever, never ever do. Never, ever. That is my biggest regret when we went to Hawaii. Mm. Uh, it was my biggest regret that I did not do. You know a shark will, not not, not will, but can eat you. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. I realize that's that. all I need to know. There's also some like you know steel bars there. Ah, aluminum. Okay. I think uh, Taylor Beatles is out there who can teach you how to fight a shark. He firmly believes he'll be okay. Just punch it in the eye, right? Yeah. So, well, he yeah. he's out so there. You need a training session. I'll wrestle a gator. Well, but we he, can call Dickens. Can... You know, Dickens just jumps in the water. He says, "Get away from a jaguar! Just jump in the water." Really? That was his thing? <laughs> that was his thing. He said, you just jump in the so water. You've not seen the videos of them swimming? You know, oh, like, that's been brought up numerous times. With a with a crocodile in its mouth? Yeah, yeah. actually legitimately hunting <laughs> in yeah, the water. In the water. Yeah. Go, yeah. Okay. Didn't say he was smart about it. So. He said that's what he was going to do. Someone says, choice, let's tag team the shark cage. I'm in. Not me, man. I am absolutely in. Send me a postcard. Okay. Well, the, you know, the shark photos. is just viewing that as like a two-for-one appetizer special thing, so. The sharks aren't after you. The great whites, like, I, I would probably want to start with, you know, some tiger sharks or something. No, I don't think I'm starting the shark cage dive with a great white. But Why not actually dive in, you know? Go to the, you know, biggest shark on the block. Have you seen the video where the shark, uh, like, leaps into the top of the cage? Yeah, you guys. <laughs> That's the one, I'm like... What are the odds, though? I mean, that, that's not going to happen to me. I, I always love, like, when people say, you know, people actually die from hippos more times than they do by a shark in a year. I still don't really want to test those numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know you know where I don't both. die? If I don't get in a cage with a shark. Mm. Probably a good chance. Uh, Sneed, I have tech at 8 and 4. Hope it's better. Is that eight and four is not disappointing though, right? No, it's still, not. Still, it's a not. Step in the I, right direction. I am just saying. I here. I I 
I was listening to the schedule come out, writing down that, and I was like, that's a win. But if that's you're saying all this, that's a win. Then eight and four's got to be disappointing win. to you, right? That's a win. And I was just like, my first thought when I did all this was, I can make an argument for twelve and zero. Okay, but I can make a, give I can make wins. a legitimate argument for going twelve and zero. So without knowing, you know, injuries and circumstances, yeah. eight and four would be a disappointment. To you, right? No. Now I'm not saying I macro level. I no, but if you're I'm not micro, full on, I'm I'm not full on guzzling Kool Aid right now. Okay, you're but I'm like I'm darn close, man. Okay. I have I mean I haven't Sounds stirred like the, I haven't Kool-Aid stirred the pitcher hose. up yet, but I have got all the ingredients on the counter right now, man. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're in January, so you got plenty of time to, to make this Kool Aid. I promise you, by the time spring football's over, I am going to have that. I'm not going to have a two gallon pitcher. I'm going to have me one of those big uh, Gatorade jugs full of Kool Aid, man. Yeah. And I would probably double it on myself daily. Big Huey says, I told myself I wasn't going to drink the Kool Aid this year, and here Sneed is serving it to me in January. I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm guys. gladly accepting I, it. I am so sorry, guys. I, <laughs> I apologize for doing this to you because I, I mean, the first thing I looked at, I said, I can make an argument for 12-0, and 0, and I can make a legitimate one. Now, yeah. do I think we're going to go 12-0? and 0? Yes, I do. Actually, I do think we're going to go 12 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'm scared. It's scary because I am usually the most conservative, the last guy. I'm the 7-5 I'm the and five with a chance to get to 8-4 and four guy. I mean, last year, you know, I was like, hey, we're 8-4 and four with a chance to go 9-3. and three. And I was only off by you mm-hmm. know, two games. But this year, I mean, I'm just like, oh, my God, we could go 12-0 and on that schedule. We legit could go 12-0. and uh, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. This is from Lubbock Realtor. But I'm turning around and taking sips of Kool-Aid from a flask when no one is looking. <laughs> I like that. It's okay, guys, like man. Hey, don't worry. Bit. I am going to put you on, on the SSS Kool-Aid here. <laughs> the SS Kool-Aid for this entire season, man. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, right probably. Time to use that? Probably. Lots more on the chat line. We'll yeah. continue there. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to do that to you. No, we're Let good. Fire, I'm walk I like it. Now. I like it. I like the optimism. <laughs> Have a good one. Bottom line. Rolls on on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Tuesday. We're rolling on here with the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score Mobile app brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Yours on television, Fox 34 News Now. Alongside now, Jamie Lind. I'm Choice Woodman. What's up, Jamie? Uh, not too much. There's been a lot of Kool Aid drinking in this uh, studio before you got in here. Kool Aid? Yeah, a lot. No, I'm telling you, there was. Like, Sneed was just oh. pouring it down the gullet. Okay. Uh, uh, was he... So I don't think he spilled any over there, but it was there was a lot. Okay. Based right. off of well, the uh, schedule release from earlier. All right. Um, we pour some Kool Aid in the morning show too, so that's good. Y'all did? Or just normally? Oh no, just normally. Yeah. Yeah. What you got a flavor you're going with? <laughs> there's a there's a wrong answer here on the Kool Aid flavor. Um, I don't love the lime. Okay. Um, anything red or grape is good with me. Okay. 
Those are two solid answers. Orange is the wrong answer oh, when it comes to crazy. Kool-Aid. It's the worst by you're, far. You're wild. Orange is the worst. Gatorade flavor, Kool-Aid. I mean, it's just, it's the worst. Easily. You're objectively wrong. Objectively. <laughs> you guys understand I'm that therapeutically right. there can't be a wrong <laughs> or right answer, right? What? What? Is that how the yeah. opinions work? I didn't realize that. No, I feel like there are opinions that are so bad that they're wrong. And that's it right there. Anybody that likes the orange. Disagree. (laughs) See, and he's wrong. It's that simple. Since you enjoy the taste of and smell of pickle, I would tend to go against your opinions. On food and what tastes good and what doesn't. Okay. Yeah, I would think you would come across a glass of green Kool-Aid and be upset that it was lime and not pickle flavored. Did you ever pickle make, actually would be a great flavor? Did you right? ever make um, Jello with pickle juice? No, but that sounds wonderful. <laughs> Gelatinous texture with the pickle flavor that sounds great uh, oh my stomach is turning. you just created horse, something here horse name gelatinous texture oh gross. that's too good <laughs> actually i gotta go write that gelatinous one texture <laughs> how do you spell gelatinous <laughs> it starts with gelatinous jello, right? rex <laughs> j-e-l-l-a-t-i-n-u-s. no gelatinous is a g g that's right it is a g golly you already failed the man the spelling yeah where's the Where's Chuck's little... Yellow. All right. <laughs> when is our spelling bee? That's coming up soon, right? Yeah, Do we get I think to... it starts in early March. I'm ready for. I'm ready to hear more Chuck's spelling attempts. Those, yes. were, those were a lot of fun. It's always a good time. Cannot wait. I think Clint gets to spell words now, too. Oh, man, I like being the MC so much. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, last text on the chat line. Sneed, you are high, so... <laughs> Uh, if Tech can't take advantage of the schedule this fall to compete for a Big 12 championship, I don't know when there would be a better opportunity. Do you view the schedule as favorably as most Red Raiders have? I'm not saying you have to go two feet in and say you're winning a Big 12 championship on it, but do you have it with a favorable tint? Well, it? even before we got the schedule release, we knew who you were playing. True. And... and where you were playing them and you knew um you know how many home games you had and how many road games you had, road games you had and so i liked the schedule nothing today that i see just is like over the top that jumps out at me and said oh after seeing this now man, right it's done deal that's fair right that's fair but i mean you so, start with um I guess for those that are just joining or haven't seen the schedule, we can run through it real fast. You start off the season with uh, ACU at Washington State, North Texas at home. There's your non-conference. Then versus Arizona State versus Cincy. Two home games in a row for Big 12 play and both very winnable games against three win teams from last year. Three home home games in a row. Three in a row, yeah. North Texas. Yep, four out of five at home to start the season. Then at Arizona... I think most view that as a fairly tough game. By yeah, I feel week, a little bit differently after everything that's going on. I, in I agree. Like, uh, like a month ago, I would have said that's one of your. Um, a month ago, I may have said that was going to be your toughest game mm-hmm. at Arizona. 
I don't feel the same way, though I still would say it's probably your third toughest game as I view it now. Uh, bye week versus Baylor. You know, I'm almost... Jimmy, you should be bowl eligible after that Baylor game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So at the very least, you're saying six and one. Yeah, you yeah. should you should be bowl eligible after that Baylor game on October nineteenth, if not before that. So I mean, these are crazy statements here on January thirtieth, somewhat. But then you look a little deeper into them. It's I don't think there's a lot that disagree with it. That's a good one. Then at TCU, at Iowa State versus Colorado. By week at Oklahoma State versus West Virginia. It is very much your tougher games loaded towards the back. I don't think there's much question on that. Um, <laughs> Clint just <laughs> texted me, way to ruin my tell me I'm wrong for later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was that really what you're going to use? Still may use it. Okay, you could still use it. Okay, so... People... So you you said Arizona might be your third toughest game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go Oklahoma State one, Iowa State two, mm-hmm. and they're really one A and one B, and Arizona three. That's exactly the order I have them. Probably, probably in that order, but one A and one B. Agreed with that. Dep- yeah. Tell me if the the Ames ones at night or or daytime. It's probably how I'd really. Yeah, the aim, aims at night is a different animal. <laughs> the numbers have uh, the corn's just flying. I did. Can't They're, see it coming. It is. I mean, it's a night game that's that's always difficult. I think your two tougher home games are the last two you play. West Virginia and Colorado. Don't know what Colorado is up to this point, but I think they're going to be a bowl team. I would guess. Yeah. I don't know that since I think they were better than their record showed last year. Yeah, Baylor, Cincy, and Arizona State. I don't know if any of those teams make a bowl game this year. Not sure. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think all three were three-win teams last year. Man, we are going to be talking about drinking Kool-Aid. Man, if you're bowl eligible on October 19th, like you said, <laughs> man, we are going to be talking national but don't championship you, around these parts. Do you agree that you should be? No, I do. On paper? I do. I do. Yeah, we are going to be uh, flying pretty high here. Y'all can agree, disagree. Bring it all in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. We'll get back to uh, a few more of those thoughts. We'll talk some hoops as well. Red Raiders TCU, a big one tonight from Fort Worth. Listening to the bottom line on 100.7, the score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. Glad to be part of your Tuesday. You're hanging with the bottom line on 100.7 score and 107thescore.com. Jamie has the question of the day in 15 minutes. Hang around for that. Plenty more from you on the chat line uh, before we do our little exercise. You have your exercise balls? I do not. You ever sat on one of those? Yeah. I cannot balance on one. Just sitting? It's pretty difficult, yeah. I can just sit on one. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, Do you have uh, balance issues? 
We learned last Probably. week you have flexibility issues. I have drawing issues. I know that for sure. <laughs> I'm not a very good artist. Drooling issues. Drooling, most likely. Uh, this a question from the chat line. If one of the new eight pulled a Houston men's basketball except in football, who do you think would come into the conference firing on all cylinders? I would say Utah. Well, I mean, are we going full eight? Because it's four. Because Houston's already... They, all those other teams have already had their shot. But Utah... I, I think the team that I am most scared of would be Colorado. Of potential sitting there. I don't like Dion. I still don't think what he's... And I say I don't like Dion. I do like Dion. I just don't like his antics. I don't like Dion as a head coach. Um... I think that there's there's potential because he's gotten good bodies to play for him. Mm-hmm. Now, there hadn't been enough of them up to this point, mm-hmm. but it's a high-flying offense, and if they get any <laughs> semblance of a defense this year, they could be a little bit scary. So I think they're the, the team that I think could surprise and make a jump, but I think i got to agree with you, the team that would be most ready to step in and be a front runner in this conference like Houston has in basketball, it's it's probably got to be Utah. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you you Arizona was going to work its way into that conversation yeah. before the offseason that Would've they've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Utah has proven it on a big-time level. And, and I think, like, the way that I have viewed them in the Pac-12, did they win the conference every single year? No, but they were always in the thick of it, and they always felt just like the tough guys of the conference. And I think that that transfers over anywhere you go um i mean they're they play a physical brand of football their coach has been doing it forever their quarterback has been quarterbacking at utah forever uh he should be coming into the year healthy with cam rising i I just think utah is prepared to compete day one fair enough all right let's do this exercise just for funds we collectively, I'm writing these down, so we collectively, as the bottom line, I'm going to give you a schedule prediction, an immediate schedule prediction for one that came out uh, a little over three hours ago. So it's just win-win-loss or whatever. Uh, majority takes it. We'll start with Jamie. I'll go second. Clint, go third. All wins. Okay, that was just, easy. Just kidding. ACU. Win. Oh, that's me. Win. The Weregoats? Yeah, win. The Weregoats. September 7th at Washington State. Not super confident, but I'm still saying win. I am a little nervous. This is my fourth most nervous game on the schedule, but I'll go win there as well. They've lost a lot. Josh Kelly with six receiving touchdowns in this game (laughs) (laughs) and a win. Against his old team. Uh, September 14th versus North Texas. If you say lost, then some ghosts of the Southwest Conference. No, that was North. Was that? That was Big 12 days, wasn't it? Late, Early Big 12 when we lost to North Texas? Can't remember. Like 98? Go on. Win. 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 All right. It's 3-0 start to the bottom line. Now it's a conference play. Arizona State at home. Win. Win. Welcome to the Big 12, Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Win. 
September 28th at home against Cincinnati. Win. Win, win. Win for me. Okay. Swept through so far. At Arizona. (laughs) Need your full and honest opinion here, Jamie. Win. Win for Jamie. I will say loss. Win. Oh my gosh. Win. All right. <laughs> Off to a uh, a six and zero start for the Red Raiders. It's be fun. Bye week. We're such homers. I'm the one who picked the loss. I know. I'm supposed to be the. All right. Bye week. Uh, October twelfth. October nineteenth. Versus Baylor. Win. 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 This might be the downfall of uh, Aranda in that game too. Mm-hmm. Not saying he gets fired, but it might be the. The tipping point for Bears fans. October 26th at TCU. I just don't think we can win them all. Loss. <laughs> win. <laughs> I'm sticking behind what I said, I think it was last week. I I just don't think Sonny Dykes is, I think he used up all his, his voodoo on the voodoo dolls, mostly. I'm I'm torn because I agree with Jamie that you're you're uh you're not going to win all of them. I'm just but I also think TCU is going to be a mess next year. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm going win. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So <laughs> a good 8 no start for the Red Raiders. That's decent. <laughs> That's decent. That's your uh 6th ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders if you'll please give them the respect. If you got start 8 no, you'll be top 10 by that point. Uh at Iowa State. Loss. Loss. There's the first loss. Loss. Okay. Versus Colorado. Win. I'll go with the win. Win. It's November 9th. Oh. By the bye week. Sorry. Dad joke's coming up in a little bit. Uh, November 23rd at Oklahoma State. Loss. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Okay. Win. Loss. Okay. And then uh, November 30th against West Virginia. Win. 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 All right. So nice 10 and 2 record for the bottom line. <laughs> the reason I did this, because I knew that it would end up somewhat like this. Mm hmm. It can't happen, right? Ten and two. Why can't it? Because we're Red Raider fans, and it's happened like once in the last thirty years. Arizona didn't think they'd be ten and two this year. Yeah, that's fair. Except they weren't. They're nine. Sometimes the schedule can work out well for you. Got ten wins. Yeah, they did get to ten. Sometimes it can, and honestly, I, I feel like you're you're missing some of the. And like you said earlier, we knew the teams you were going to play. And I already knew that was going to be favorable. But you're missing some of the tougher teams. Some of the other teams that you could be playing in a Big 12 championship if you go 10-2. and two. Like yeah. a Utah. Or a Kansas State. Or a Kansas State. Or even a Kansas. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to Lawrence or... Well, I guess you went last year. But these are all teams that aren't on your schedule. And that's favorable to Texas Tech. Because all three of those teams are bowl teams. At minimum to me. 
Yeah, and you don't have to play both teams. Instead, you get Arizona State and Cincy and Baylor, all three win teams from last year. Who don't look like both teams. No, be shocked if any of them made a bowl game. Take location out of it. Who's the best team on the schedule this year? Is it Oklahoma State? No. I... Yeah. I guess, but I'm still not. <laughs> I mean, they got a veteran quarterback. They gonna... got one of the best offensive weapons in the league back. Agreed, agreed. And I, I think offensively, they're going to be dangerous. They did. Lo- they're going to lose some on defense, though. So, this is a dumb approach because Mike Gundy's been Mister Consistent. But I, I still feel like that was not a team that should have won as many games as they did last year. I, I don't disagree with you. And but... like Texas Tech this year, like we're predicting, schedule helped them a ton last year, too. Yeah. And I think, feel like you're getting that benefit this year. So, thank you, Big 12. But 10-2, and two, let's go to the Big 12 championship, baby. Mark down December 7th. That is... Uh, that's the date this year Just in Arlington. Call us good driving form. Yeah. Ten and two. Uh Bullfighter says, I'll bet I'll take I'll take that bet. Tech won't be ranked in the top ten if they're eight and zero. Ooh. If you get to eight and zero, you're gonna be top ten, Bullfighter. Still in the Big Twelve. Yeah. Lay some money down. Take the action. All right. Well, I mean, that's a big if. <laughs> you have to get to eight and zero for the bet to even place, but This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.